Why hello, interwebs. Welcome to another book review. This is crazy. Charles isn't talking about some metaphysical thing that nobody cares about. It's actually more in the line with uh, personal development. Let's bring this down a little bit. There we go. Okay, let's stop. Let's take it easy. Happy Saturday, everybody. Happy Saturday. Everybody buckle in. Get your pens and paper. We're all going to be talking about a little BT right now, a little BT. Brian Tracy, everybody, Brian Tracy, everybody. Let's bring him in. Let's bring him in. Hey, Brian, how's it going? Good. Okay, great. Uh, maximum achievement. So I actually first got turned on to Brian Tracy. That came out bad. But many years ago, I actually brought, bought his course. It was right around the same title as this book right here. It was about $1,000. And I got to tell you, it was probably the greatest. It was like, I think it was called Business Mastery or along those lines. It was probably one of the best purchases I've ever made in any product ever at any time. I watched the entire six hours at once or however long it was. It was like seven DVDs. And it, it actually might have been more. I think it was like 10 DVDs. I could be totally making that up. However many DVDs it was, I saw all of them and I highly recommend you go checking that out because that transformed my entire thinking into what it is today, which is a business mindset. If you don't have, before we actually get into maximum achievement, which is across all domains of your life, if you don't have a business mindset, you're screwed, okay? A business mindset doesn't mean that you have to become a business person. A business mindset means that I get money and then what do I do with that money? Do I invest it? Do I overspend? Do I buy shiny red balls? In other words, cars or new clothes or vacations or whatever. And of course, people are gonna say, what's wrong with cars, clothes, and vacations? I'm saying, that's great. But don't come to me and say, you don't have enough money, okay? In New York City, we call that house poor. You live in the greatest city in the world. I'm obviously biased towards that because I live here. But you can't do anything in this city. You can't do anything in this city because you don't have enough money. So the business mindset or in the personal development mindset is essentially what you want to go around. This this took me a while to read. It is 350 pages literally on the dot, 350 pages on the dot. And I'm gonna go over a lot of the concepts on here, which would mean, uh, let's starting from the top. How much do people laugh together? So this is relationships, he talks about everything. If you wanna talk about everything, that's fantastic. I personally recommend that you do, because if you have no money, but you are in a great relationship, you really can't, re yes, you could hang out by yourselves, but you can't really travel. You're not really investing into your future, or if you are amazing at business, but your health stinks, then what are you gonna do? So the first thing, so he goes over all the domains, health, wealth, love, and uh, happiness. So, and by the way, I know Ty Lopez has talked about that. He is not the first one that has coined that. It was actually in Earl Nightingale's book right here, Lead the Field. So number one is relationships. How much two people laugh together is the surest measure of how well things are gonna be working out. So if you, if you laugh together at work, 
This could be anywhere. It could be work. It could be at home. It could be with your kids. It could be with your parents. Whatever that relationship dynamic is, obviously, if you have to hang out with them, if it's your spouse, you probably have to hang out with them. If it's your kids, you probably have to hang out with them. If it's it's your colleague, you probably have to hang out with them. So in other words, you don't have to hang out with them outside of work, but you have to hang out with them in work. And one of the things that I've actually noticed over the last couple of years is that I've been losing my humor at work. I've always been go, 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 stop joking around, you're wasting time. And now I actually say, okay, let's actually have a good good amount of fun while making calls so I actually have a uh, nice little football. And actually what I've noticed is that when I have a football in my hands, I am calmer making calls. So it's kind of one of those things that uh, is good on both ways. You're calmer and you're having a good time. So how much two people laugh together is the surest measure. Got to measure it on how well things are going to work out. Law of accident. Thinking, health, happiness, peace, and prosperity just occur without effort is the surest way to failure. Uh, I think everyone in this society, at least 80% of the people in society have this thinking that just because they're alive, you know, you see it in real estate, people in real estate, they say, you know, which is my industry, you see these people that are just walking around and just because they got licensed, they expect business. And you're thinking... Yeah, that's not how it works, okay? Just because you have a pulse, you feel like you deserve all of this shit in your life. You're entitled to all of this stuff. And that is the worst thinking that you can have for two reasons. Number one is it's not reality. So in other words, you're setting yourself up for false expectations. But even worse is that you're not going to be happy because you are doing nothing. You are doing nothing. If you're not trying to achieve a goal towards a better body, a better relationship, more money, better spending habits, whatever the case is, if you if you abide by the law of accident that shit just happens to you by luck, Enjoy your unhappiness throughout life. All right. He goes on. First, life. So he goes, a couple of life principles. Number one, life is hard. Number two, no one is going to help you. And number three, it's all up to you. That's pretty much the basis. Life is hard. No one is there to help you. It is all up to you. That is the base, the next layer, and then the pinnacle. It is all up to you. The third is the most important thing, in my opinion, that he, I'm sorry, the fourth, which he did not bring up, is that you can learn anything that you want to be. Life is hard. In other words, your brain is millions of years old and it is there just to survive and replicate. That's it. Sex and safety and that is it. And the problem is those don't really go hand in hand because safety means you don't do anything and then procreating means you actually have to show value to someone that you're a worthy partner, okay? That means building up resources if you're a guy or that's being, have a level of fitness and fitness doesn't always just mean fitness cardio, but like fitness, in other words, your skin, your age, your hair, your everything, if you're a female, okay, and for all those people that don't like that, then you can blame Mother Nature. I didn't make up Mother Nature. 
I just learned from Mother Nature, also known as evolution, okay? So if you're a guy and you don't want to build up resources, resources could be anything. Resources could be just your physical strength and people will be attracted, girls will be, whatever you're into, they'll be attracted to you. If you want to build up money, people will be attracted to you. If you want to build up fame, people will be attracted to you. Same thing as a female, all right? Except on the opposite, if you are... If your fitness is there and you also have a good character, there's going to be a lot of people attracted to you. Just look at the past, okay? I think we did pretty well to get to the top of the animal kingdom. Life is hard. That doesn't mean that you just sit there and say, well, life is hard. I'm going to go into nihilism and uh, fuck it. I don't really care and I'm not going to do anything. No, life is saying that you have to put energy into it because it's up to you and nobody cares. Nobody cares, okay? That was in fruition, or at least I, I don't even know what the hell I just tried to say. But I witnessed that a month ago when my dad was in the hospital, and he was on his last weeks, last days really. And the people that were coming to visit him were his, were his kids and his wife. In other words, my mom and my brother and sister. And that's when you really learn at the end of your life, at the end of your life, no one is going to be there. So why not start now? Why not start now? His sister wasn't there. She did come and visit. You know, my cousins, yes, they came and visited. But you really look at it and you just say, oh, wow, uh, life is going to be coming at you real fast. And if you don't put your mindset in the right gear, you're going to get run over and passed by. Number whatever. Laws, law of cause and effect, also known as the iron law of the universe, okay? Everything happens for a reason, okay? There are laws that govern success versus failure. There are laws that govern health and sickness. There are also laws, in other words, if you don't do, if you don't like something, it could be traced to a root cause, if you don't like the way that your body is, it's not, it, it doesn't, going back to the other, it doesn't happen by accident, okay? Just like if you don't like the way that your body is, it's not magically going to become the body that you want, the health that you want, the, the partner of your dreams is not just going to fall from the sky, you're going to have to put energy into it. So in other words, the law of cause and effect, if you put yourself out there on dating apps, you're social, you're bettering yourself, you're gaining more resources, you are doing all the things that a partner would be attracted to that you're looking to get that is the effect that happens because of the cause of what you did all right i started moving into online dating and approaching girls which i've been doing for years 10 years at least well actually since i was born well not since i was born but you compound that and then the quality of your partner is going to go up the Success rate is going to go up because you've put yourself out there. So in other words, there's a cause and effect. The cause is me going and putting myself out there. The effect is I get what I want. Sickness. All these people say, I get sick every year. Yeah, because that's what you say. And you also eat like shit during the holidays and you don't move. So by the time your body tries to go from Thanksgiving to Christmas to New Year's, by January, you're going to be sick. And they call it flu season. Flu season, oh my God, the greatest marketing in the world. They somehow have 
they know the future of the strain of the flu that's going to be this year. If you pay $29.95 and you get your flu shot, God, I haven't had a flu shot in since high school, 16 years, and that was my last time, and I've never gotten the flu, okay? Some people say, well, that's because, no, 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 no. I actually don't get sick at all. My mindset says, I don't get sick. So my body says, this guy doesn't get sick. Placebo effect. And if people don't actually read that book, The Placebo Effect by Dr. Joe Dispenza, then that's the first book, okay? Then the next one, which is is his next book, which I'm forgetting right now, Something Habits, which is unbelievable. Discipline, mastery, and self-control begin with your thinking, okay? That's why I've been reading all of these books about from these old school authors, and I did yesterday, the think, thinking is everything. It is literally whatever you have on the outside, whether that's a, it doesn't matter. Your reality is based on your thoughts. And that really hit me this year. And I have went hook, lying, and sinker, deep end diving into my mindset. I started clearing it up a while ago when I first started this in psycho-cybernetics, learning about uh, whatever the neuro... uh, forgot the name of it, where you can actually change... Your thinking, which everything is based around, which I did not know. I thought you had a fixed mindset for years. Psycho-cybernetics is probably neuroplasticity. That's what I was thinking of. If you don't actually understand that you can change your brain, go read Carol Dweck's book. That's it. And it starts with thinking. So your discipline, your habits, your mastery, your self-control, Think with, start with your thinking. Law of belief. Law of belief means anything you put energy and or emotion behind becomes reality. So if you put reality, if you start thinking and you put emotion behind, I can't wait to the end of the day. I can't wait till I go on vacation. Well, guess what? Between today and that vacation time is going to be a blur because all you're doing is putting energy and emotion behind that vacation. I can't wait. I just did a video two days ago. What are we waiting for? What are we waiting for? What are we waiting for? Seriously. What is what is the emotion we're putting behind? Can't wait to the end of the day. Can't wait. Can't wait to the weekend. That is I can't even like even think about it. Now it's just you know. That bothers me the most because you know, at the end of the day, we're all going to be dead, which we obviously already know. And we're going to be dead sooner than we actually know. Everything we have, the office space that I'm in, the clothes that I'm wearing, the ball that I'm holding, the video that I just put out, I'm just renting everything until I'm worm salad. That's it. You know, you're just renting everything. You don't own anything. That's what is the biggest message that I got from ego, just learning about the ego, okay? 
having an ego is the worst thing that you can have. It means that you're not open to criticism. It doesn't mean it it means that you are the pinnacle that life revolves around you, that the world should bend to your knees and that's just not reality. Shit, it's raining in New York City. I can't go for a run tonight. But guess what? I'm still going to go for a run, okay? My ego isn't like, "Oh, I don't have the business, even though I've put in 10 years into real estate, I don't have the business that I want, okay? I don't say, I deserve it because I've been here for 10 years, okay? I don't deserve it because my thinking hasn't been there, my actions haven't been there, my habit hasn't been there. Everything just comes down to, okay, you are exactly where you should be, hands down, based solely on your thinking. Change your thinking, change your life. Law of correspondence. Our outer world, which I already just talked about, our outer world is a direct reflection of our inner world. We know exactly what's going on. Literally, I forgot who said it, but it's, they said, show me someone's bank account and I will show you their habits. And that habit could be, what's their habit behind spending? What's their habit behind savings? What's their habit behind work? What's their mindset behind all of that? That's what it comes down to. I'll, I'll give you an example. One of my friends was buying a place. And when you put in a bid and you are looking to buy in New York City, you have to put together something called a board package. It's about 250, 300 pages. It's very intense. And in there, there was personal property of $50,000. And I said, uh, the home is only worth three fifty. dollars How do you have $350,000 worth of personal property? Like what art do you have? What boat do you own that you have $50,000 worth of personal property? My personal property is probably maybe $1,000. Like I have like an iPad Pro here, a shitty old Mac with $300 monitors combined, brand new. Now they're worth like $50. This girl has $50,000. She said, shoes, shoes, show me your bank account. I will show you your habits. And I said, that's fucking nuts. She moves in. She had to put in, in her 275 square foot apartment, a closet that went to the ceiling for her shoes. Okay, that's denial. Imagine putting $50,000 into a home or into the stock market, low-cost index fund. It doesn't matter. $50,000 into any stock. Shoes are a depreciating asset. Read everything. I know people are going to say, what about Nikes and everything else? That's great. Look at accumulating shoes. I know someone at Chop Salad. He has a room and a garage that he has to rent out. So he's losing money by renting out in a garage. He's buying these $350, $450 sneakers. He's not selling any of them. He's just accumulating. That's not smart because the market could turn. Okay? Put it into a low-cost index fund by Vanguard. I've returned whatever over the last... I don't know, four months since I started, okay? It's my IRA and my investment accounts all have that because my job is not to be a Ray Dalio and understand the market to his. That is who you are competing against. 
I forgot who said it, but they said, you are literally competing against the smartest people with the best machines and the highest algorithms in the world, which is the financial markets. Whether that's speed trading or high-frequency trading or they know insider trading, it doesn't matter. They know shit that I don't know because I'm reading it from a newspaper of a journalist that heard it from someone else and not from the source. And by the time I read it, the stock's already taken a hit. Put it into a safe investment that yields 6% or 7% and then just compound it. Albert Einstein, whether he was the first one that actually said it, you have to be, I started this, at the beginning of this is that you have to be a business person. Your life is revolved around being a business. Business is a game. Money is a game. Tony Robbins said in his book, money, master the game. That's it. You master the game. How do you accumulate wealth? By providing value and they in return give you resources. Today, we call that money. Back in the day, it was fur or spices or salt. And then before that, there was no trading. We were there to survive. And then before that, we had nothing, okay, for millions of years while we were evolving, okay? This is nothing is a social construct. Social construct is government and money and maybe marriage, but that's more governmental. That, yeah, that is. But if you just go down to emotions, people like basic emotions, happiness, joy, drama, anger, any emotion, and you trade that, which is a valuable resource, which is your time for money. You take that money. And if you say, you know what? I don't have the time. I don't have the energy for money. That's your fault. You need to build up your energy. You got to get a better eating habit, sleeping habit. Literally, the number one thing, number one thing lately in my health retro tra, retro I can't even fucking say that word right now. Is blinders, okay? They are $16 on Amazon. Don't get the shitty ones, but get the nice ones where you're you can blink. They have like whatever it is here just so you could blink. Blinders have been a I have slept so much better. I have I I dream. You dream every night. But I until I got these, I don't I didn't I never remembered any of my dreams. I literally wake up every day refreshed and remembering my dreams. It's crazy. That compounded with exercise and eating healthy has pushed everything to 2 p.m., 3 p.m. high energy. It's 2.30 right now on the East Coast on a weekend. I am jacked up and I'm hungry. I'm going to go down and get a nice fresh salad. I'm going to do a little bit more work because I love working. I'm going to go home and run. Hopefully the, the rain is done. If it's not, it's not. You gotta. You, you can't listen to society and you can't listen to people that are saying, well, you know, do what feels good. You know, you know what feels good sitting at home and scrolling through YouTube. And you know what also feels good eating like shit. You know what also feels good is not going to work. But guess what? The feeling I get from exercising is actually higher 
than sitting there and doing nothing. The feeling of being productive is actually higher than when I'm sitting at home not going to work. I actually feel a lot better when I eat healthy instead of shitty food. Why? Because that's evolution. Evolution wanted you to move. Evolution wanted you to eat real food, not the things that are put out there by Kraft and the other companies that I don't even know because I don't even go shopping for that anymore. Moving on. Law of habit. This is crazy. And obviously, this is completely subjective. You know, there's probably some arbitrary numbers based on research and everything else. 95% of what we do, I actually think it's higher. I think it's about 98, 99%. 90 something, the way you walk, talk, act, think is all on autopilot. Is all on autopilot. And the older you get, the harder it is to actually break those chains. Break those chains. So if you compound a bad habit, time is your enemy. If you are compounding a good habit, you want more time on that. Let me say that again. If you are compounding a bad habit, I actually think it's almost half of the time. So if you're compounding a bad habit over six months, you have to do that, a good habit, for at least three months. So if you do it for two, if you start smoking for two years or over drinking or not going to the gym for two years to get in the habit, I think you have to do it for at least half the time, not the 30 day rule or 60 day rule. So if you, if you're smoking for two years, I think you have to do at least one year of the good habit to, for it to become a habit. That's completely subjective and arbitrary based on just whatever I'm thinking right now. Man, that's crazy though. And by the way, that I already said it yesterday, but the reason that people become wealthy and the reason that pe- people become successful in their 40s and 50s is two reasons. Number one is the person that's actually doing it has faith it's eventually going to work out. Number two is everyone else starts falling out. Everyone else starts losing faith. And the reason being is people say, I have these grandiose plans. I'm going to do it by the age of 25. I'm going to do it by the age of 30. And then 30 hits. I'm going to do it by 35. 35 hits and they say, you know what? Uh, Yeah, I don't know about that. They stop or they quit or they give up or they work for someone instead of starting their business or instead of going to the gym anymore. The people that keep on that is faith, okay? And by the way, they've been talking about it is I think it was the talent talent code I know uh, what's his name uh, Daniel Coyle came out the culture code I just actually ordered that on audible based on a date from last night and in there he says that we have the people with skills that are the top in the world whether that's a violinist whether that's a chess player, they have more gray matter in their brain, okay? That's known as myelin, okay? And it kind of just coats the outside of your brain and that helps bring the neural networks together fire quicker, okay? And on top of that, I already talked about it with the Alzheimer's book, which was probably one of the best books I've, I've read on it. It actually is the top book that I've read on Alzheimer's. And he said in there is that they actually have drugs 
that are still in the marketplace, I swear, the pharmaceutical companies and the government is just so corrupt. It's crazy. Is that they have drugs out there that actually target the thing that helps combat Alzheimer's and dementia. The actual, they thought, and the reason is that when someone gets Alzheimer's or dementia, this this substance, I don't know what it's called, this protein starts appearing in the brain. So scientists said that's the cause. But in fact, that was supposed to help. So the so the scientists created a pill to attack that, which actually is supposed to help your brain. So it's killing the thing that's supposed to help the brain. And it's still on the market. So for all those people that are calling for I want universal something. You want to give the government, which is corrupt and too big, more money. Oh, oh, it just, if you hate someone in government, you're essentially saying, this is the problem is that people are looking at this ideal utopic world that my ideal scenario is going to come to fruition. It's no, no, we are built on self-sufficiency because no one cares about you. The politicians, society, social media, the internet, your friends don't even care about you. Your family doesn't care about you. They care, but nowhere near where you should be caring about yourself, okay? If you are not self-sufficient in your own health or your own wealth, there's gonna be a time where people say, you saw it on all those addiction shows. Those addiction shows were crazy. Someone would be an alcoholic. They would have an intervention. And if the person didn't help themselves, guess what they did? Cut them out of their life. Snip. Bye-bye. Go deal with it yourself. All right. Law of emotion. 100. 100. This is extremely important for sales, communication, leadership, anything to do with decision-making, anything. One law of emotion, 100% of decisions are based on emotion. Fear, desire, happiness, surprise, habits are all emotional. And you say, Charles, no, logic is in there. This is the reason. So I read a book probably about two years ago, and it was about emotions. It was very thick, very involved, and it was... The basics of what I got is that emotions, regardless of where you are in the world, whether you're Chinese, whether you are South American, whether you're American, whether you're European, it doesn't matter, is that there are standard words for standard emotions, anger, jealousy, despair, hope. There are words in that language to describe those emotions. And you say, Charles, why does that matter? The reason being is that language developed what, only 50 to 100,000 years ago? And you say, that's actually not that far back. 50 to 100,000 years ago is really far back. Really far back. Okay? So in other words, if that developed 100,000 years ago, that means for millions of years, you went without language because you didn't have the prefrontal cortex. You had the bangle gaze, bangle, however you say it, which is literally the back of your stem, of your spine, the little walnut sized that controls respiratory, emotions, nervous system. And you are essentially 
at the whim of your emotions. Everything is from emotions. I don't feel like running and then you'll justify it on the rain. I don't feel like cold calling because of rejection. I don't feel like approaching that pretty girl because of, the, because of something that might happen. I don't feel like whatever. If you actually go back to the root cause, there is a cause and effect. The law of cause and effect. The reason is not logical. The reason is emotional. If you talk to people through emotions, even men, they will likely do something that you want them to do. You ask them a good question. This is something that I need to actually, I'm going to highlight it. And that is probably one of the most important things because when someone says they don't want to do something and you ask why and they give a logical reason, there's a deeper reason, okay? Yeah. I don't like blah. Okay, why? Well, because of a childhood experience. They have a bad association of rejection, public speaking, of putting themselves out there, whatever the case is, because of something that may have happened in the past. Awaken from the sleep we call life. Create your own reality. What Brian wants to talk about is we live in a dir state. And this was written a while ago, and he talks about that we are sleepwalking through life. 1993, wow. So almost 20 years ago. And by 20 years ago, 30 years ago. That's crazy. Almost 30 years ago, this book was published and he's talking about that people are walking around. He doesn't call it the Dur state. He just says they're sleepwalking through life, which I 100% agree. And the reason being is because of this thing. And the reason being is because of this computer. The reason being is because there's easy ways to distract yourself. This is a good question that I just recently heard from James Clear. James Clear is the author of Atomic Habits. And he said... 80% of distractions are caused by 20% of the activities. 80% of the time that you spend watching YouTube is is the 20% of the activity. So in other words, if you cut out YouTube, you'll get 80% of your time back. If you cut out Instagram, 80% of your time back. In other words, only 20% of those things, I think it's actually 90-10. In other words, 10% of the apps cause 90% of your distractions. 10% of the activities cause 90% of your wasted time. Take inventory of that. Billionaire H.L. Hunt said success is knowing exactly what you want and determining the price you're willing to pay to get it. That is probably one of the biggest quotes. Everybody wants to be a millionaire. Everybody wants to have the hottest girl or the best looking guy or the greatest job or the corner office or rip six pack abs, but they don't want to go to the gym class. They don't want to sweat. They don't want to save money. They don't want to invest money. They would rather go on Amazon. They would rather go on YouTube. They would rather buy something that makes them feel good right now instead of actually putting that money up. I know I'm playing the long game. Probably as I'm the top 1% on long game. I know it's going to all work out. I know it's all going to work out. I know I'm going to have a full-time videographer. I know the systems I'm building right now are going to be yielding tons of money. And by the way, I just went over my business plan and I had to readjust the numbers, okay? 
and I readjusted the numbers for every every year all the way till I'm 70, okay? That's 35 years out, okay? So when I think about it, I literally know what I want to do or at least think I know what I want to do all the way to 70, and then I have two pages of things that aren't even on that. And the reason that I understand that is that if I compound the good habits, it will happen. But if I compound the bad habits, it's never going to happen. I don't have tons of money. That's bad thinking. I have tons of money. Thank you so much. Everything like that. No, the point I'm making is I know I'm going to have tons of money. I know it. And then people are going to say, where'd you come from? Charles, who is this Charles Bodenston guy? Oh my God, look at this YouTube. People, people comment on older videos. You should have more subscribers. You know, I know I'm going to have a lot of subscribers in the future. Charles, your business should be bigger. Or why aren't you dating the best looking girls? It's like, I know I will be. I, I'm just fucking going slow <laughs> to get there. Some people, they're running and then they red light the engine and then they stall out. I am playing the long game. Okay. And it starts with your health. Starts with your health. Didn't. Personal liberation is accepting complete responsibility for who you are and everything you become. Personal liberation, not personal responsibility, personal liberation. Liberty means the freedom to do what you want. Is accepting complete responsibility for who you are and everything you become. So that's right now who you, where are you right now? If you're in debt, I'm in debt. Great. How much am I in debt? $10,000? Perfect. What do I need to do? $50,000? Perfect. What do I need to do? Cut back on this. Stop spending it on that. I don't need that subscription. I can go without the new iPhone. I don't need Netflix. Sell my computer. You need to know where you are. I took inventory last year and I said, dude, you're not where you want to be. You're nine years into real estate. You are nowhere near where you wanted. Major changes need to happen. Major, not minor. Oh, push it out. No, major. I really dialed it in last year. I lost it towards the end of last year. I gained it a little earlier this year. And now I know exactly what my schedule needs to be. Denial is refusing, which goes back to the last thing. Denial is refusing to accept an unpleasant reality. I'm in debt. My girlfriend hates me. She's cheating on me. My boss is a prick. I live in a shitty city. I am on the path to sickness. That's your reality. Okay, so do you want a doctor to tell you that you have type 2 diabetes? Do you want a doctor to tell you that you now have cancer or you are a high case of a stroke victim? I have two people in my, in my mind right now. One person changed eating habits immediately and then went right back to it. Older person. I know someone that's younger. Both of them... Ha- Both of them actually had, uh, did the other one have a stroke? One of them had a stroke. The other one did not. You have to change. Nature doesn't care. Biology doesn't care. Doesn't care. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. You know, doesn't matter if you love your body. 
Doesn't matter if you say, I want to save money. What are your actions? It's a it's a game. It is laws. And if you play in the laws, you do you will do well. You make a hundred calls a day, you're probably gonna get an appointment. If you make multiple appointments, you're probably gonna get a listing in real estate. If you don't do a hundred calls a day, you're never gonna have that. Just two more things. Reprogram by saying I like myself. I I talking about like, I like that a lot. And the reason being is that people walk around with the worst, worst self-talk. I was one of them. What to say when you talk to yourself is another one. Great. Neuroplasticity, great. So I'll check out the questions after this. But this is, this is the one thing I wanted to actually say. The first sign... Oh, here we go. The rule is to always expect the best of your partner. Perhaps the most wonderful words a person can tell or hear from someone else, I love you and I believe in you. Always tell him or her that you have complete confidence and faith in his or her ability to do anything that he or she puts their mind to. It could be a partner, it could be a kid, it could be your parents, someone under you at work, someone above you at work. It could be an audience if you're public speaking. Expect the best. Have high standards. It feels wonderful to go off to work in the morning knowing that the that the most important person in your life believes that believes in you completely. Let me say that again. That's powerful. It feels wonderful to go off to work in the morning knowing that the most important person in your life believes in you completely. And it is wonderful to come home at night to a person who has complete faith in your ability to succeed no matter what the obstacles. Many of the most successful men and women owe their success to the unshakable positive expectations of their mate. Highly recommend you read this. It will sound obvious to a lot of people. And they'll say, of course, yeah, that's easy. That's easy to do. And then you start reading it and then you say, okay, let me think about the cause and effect of things in my life. Okay, that's that's what caused it. I was a bad manager. That's what called caused people to leave. Um, hungover, yeah, I drank last night and then I didn't go to the gym. Okay, let's see what else. Uh, bank account, not as strong as it should be. Overspent, need to get better spending habits, need to get better savings habits, need to put more energy behind making calls. And by the way, in the real estate market right now in New York City, it's not that good. Okay. So there's going to be the, one of the best quotes I've ever heard was Grant Cardone. Don't lower your goals up your activity. Don't lower your goals up your activity. Okay. And that's what we're doing. We're going to go up to a thousand dials a day once a month probably even back-to-back days because we have to go through 3,500 contacts to understand, have you done exactly what you wanted, which was obviously buy or sell their home. So anyway, if you guys have any questions, best book, No Ice Latte today. Charles, late to the party today. I know, Chris, what's going on? 
Better not be hung over over there. Got to step up your game. Anyway, guys, if you have any questions, leave in the comments below. I think lead the field will be next. I got to tell you, I've already said it before. It is all about attitude. And let me just read something from this book. All right. Millions of jobs which are held but hated, marriages which are tolerated but unhappy, and children who fail to understand and love one another, all because of people who are waiting for the world and others to change. <laughs> he goes on to say that, you, listen, Millions of people that hate their jobs, marriages that are that they tolerate, parents and children who fail to understand and love each other, all because they're waiting for the world and others to change towards them. Towards them. It's all about the attitude you give out. I can tell you right now, there is a direct relationship for how much shit that's good in my life that comes into my life because of how I am. So anyway, have an amazing day. It's all about evolutionary psychology and biology. Biology is obviously why do we why do we have everything literally comes down to this is the same style in bats this is the same style in sharks this is the same style in fish in amphibians everything in other words this okay it was webbed at one time obviously we have a tailbone because we had a tail at one time the reason that we went bipedal is because we moved out of the trees and then into actually walking and running, it all makes sense. When we're born, we're born scrunched up with our back like that. Psychology comes down to the psychology of selling, the psychology of mating, the psychology of attracting a partner. I was out on a date last night and you know I get disagreed with by women all the time about this and it's kind of shocking. And the reason it's shocking is because they complain about men all the time, not saying that men don't complain about women. But if I was in my 30s and I was a female and I wanted to have kids or get married, I would look up and start studying what attracts men. Why am I not finding the right person? What do I need to do different? Okay, That's the whole thing behind why I'm doing this is because I want to make it cool for someone to say, you know what? I am not leading the field. I have a lot of resistance. I am not at my achieving height. And then you go and you study it, you implement it, you fail, as Ray Dalio says, the little thing. All right, so have an amazing day. If you guys have any questions, leave in the comments below. As always, talk to you guys soon.